There we go. I remembered to load them up this time. Welcome to episode 442 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. All right. Okay. I mean, you know. It's an homage to the... uh... (laughs) Shoot me. To Shock G, who died this week. Oh, is that why he was going around? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I saw like people posted up uh, posting about uh, something about trouble. No, tr- to- nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, you probably saw my retweet of that scene because you retweeted that scene then, um, and that was how. I mean, that's not how I found out that he died. But someone, I thought someone like that was the first thing I saw about shock g and i thought someone just had just dug it up and was like look at this weird shit you know because <laughs> like i feel people of our age have probably seen nothing but trouble with chevy Ch- chevy chase and demi Moore and dan Aykroyd and the digital underground but uh yeah then i uh i saw that <laughs> shock g was trending and apparently he died i think last week week now, before last shock shock g was the one with the nose? Yeah. Yeah, he was the one that rapped like this. Like, what do you look like without the nose? Like, I don't did, know. Did he have a nose? Did, I, was that I, a fake I don't nose? Know. I don't know. I don't knows. Who knows? <laughs> what was what blew my mind, so watching that uh, clip, I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. And then fucking uh, Tupac shows up. And I realized I hadn't seen that movie since before Tupac died <laughs> and before he became like super popular and did not know that he was a member of the digital underground in the early nineties. Yeah. That's one of those one things that you like, you find out later on, like, mm-hmm. you, cause you didn't really think like, it'd be like, um, I don't know, I guess. I, I have a perfect metaphor. It's like when you saw a movie years ago with a bit actor and didn't think anything of them. And then years later, you know, so-and-so has become a big actor like Chris Pratt. He had some bit roles. Like you wouldn't have recognized Chris Pratt in uh, what's that Moneyball movie. Right. Yeah, Cause it was, sure. I mean, was you might've been like, Hey, that's the guy from uh parks and rec, <laughs> you yeah. know, but even then he wasn't, a, he was, he was not the Hollywood star that he was now. And then you go back and afterwards you watch an old movie and you're like, Holy shit. So-and-so is in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it was, it was like, uh, I guess Scott Pilgrim or something else like that, you know, something that just has like all these stars. Twin Peaks is a great example. Twin Peaks has, uh, David Duchovny. It has Molly Shannon. (laughs) Yeah. Which I don't think about your, like the first, I watched Twin Peaks for the first time, like five or six years ago. And so I'm sitting there, you know, in 2015 or whatever, watching this show from like, I think 1990, they're 19, I think I chose 1991 because I saw a lot of Twin Peaks stuff going around. 
Uh, so that would be, you know, we're in the 30 year anniversary and fucking Molly Shannon shows up before Saturday Night Live, not in a comedic role. I mean, I think she plays a weird character, but weird. Yeah. And David Duchovny as a uh, cross-dressing detective. All right. Pre-X-Files. So like a precursor to Californication and stuff? I don't know. Like what's you going know, he, he's a uh, he's an infomaniac in real life. Yeah. IRL. Uh so what's up, man? What's going on? Not a lot. Uh got my first shot a couple weeks ago, finally. Um in Washington they announced that everybody everybody over sixteen would be eligible on uh I'm curious. I mean, that's got to be everywhere now, right? Uh, well, it, literally, it's every. It should be everywhere now because Biden announced, like in, well, I think it was March, that everyone in the United States would be eligible come May first. Um, yeah. Which kind I of? I mean, they've been like just being like, "Look, we got it, guys. Just come on, come on down to Shotsville. Get oh, get your shots in Arkansas." But I mean, like I, you know, I saw somebody tweet about. Apparently, they were giving out shots at the Philadelphia Convention Center or something. Yeah, and like, uh, it just seems like everywhere I look or hear, like people are like, "Look, we got excess. Just show up. We'll give you shots." It seems like, for the most part, if you want a shot now, you can get one. Um, which, you know, then when I look at the places where there are outbreaks. I kind of kind of sneering at those people, you know, it's like, yeah. Hey, get, get your fucking shots, man. Come get on. Shots. I almost got into a, uh, a kind of a yelling match with somebody. Uh, they were like talking about wearing a mask or something. I was, I was is like, this at work or is no, it- no, no. This was like, uh, it was a gaming at Kimberly's house. Oh, okay. And, uh, just like, it, it come up like that they were like, I don't want to wear, like I shouldn't have to wear my, and I was like, well, there are people that are immune deficient. I mean, like, it's, it's like, I'm not wearing a mask for the rest of my fucking life. And I was like, I, okay, I get, I get that you don't like wearing a mask, but I mean, like I, you know, me moving forward, like <clears throat> I'm thinking more and more like, you know, uh, just want, like if we go to like conventions or something like that, maybe I, I mean, I mean from now on, maybe I'll start wearing them. I mean, why not? I mean, like, you know, one, it protects me, you know, more from getting stuff. Cause you know, that's what, that's the con crud. That's what they always refer to right. it as or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, like in a, and like, like if we were at the hotel or something like that, I probably wouldn't wear it. But I mean, like in a convention with 50,000 people around or 60,000, you know, I don't know. I mean, like it, it, I start to, and I start to think about like people that, probably can't get the shot because of some medical re or, you know, something like, or oh, something yeah. like, yeah. you know, and I mean, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've been, you know, we've, we've made remarks about how, like we saw, I think we've made remarks on past episodes about how, you know, over in Japan and Asian countries, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're accustomed to wearing masks, right? you know? Yeah. I was playing um, persona five a little while back. And that's a game that has nothing to do with the pandemic, but you would just see, particularly on the subway scenes, you would see like, I don't know, like a fourth of the people wearing masks. 
Yeah, I mean, it just seems like you and know. if you and the thing is, is the Asian countries, those people, and a lot of people outside of America, unfortunately, in Western countries, like if you're sick, they're more likely to be like, "Hey, I give a fuck about everybody else, so I'm going to wear a mask." Whereas in America, people are just like showing up to work, you know, sick as a dog. And, you know, there are all kinds of reasons for that. But you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people you see in Asian countries wearing masks, it's because they're sick and they don't want to get other people sick. But they still got to, you know, they still got stuff to do. And, like, right on. Yeah, if I'm sick, well, I mean, if I'm sick, I don't plan on going out. But if I have, like, a cold or something and I have to go out, it makes sense to wear a mask. I just, yeah, I hope I hope a lot more people are just thinking about using their masks more often. Like uh, Jennifer was um, dusting her computer out outside and I saw her come back in with the mask on and I was like, wow, that's really smart. And I was thinking back to myself like a month and a half ago, sitting in my room, dusting out my extremely dusty computer, (laughs) knowing that I'm allergic to dust, you know, not like hardcore allergic and just thinking like I, I just I hope we realize like masks are useful and it's you know you look at the flu numbers are through the floor for last year so hello yeah I'm here I'm just letting I'm, I mute myself whenever you're talking to us oh, okay. so I don't it makes me feel like I'm monologuing uh, I, guess I, am. I mean yeah I mean, just, you know, feel free to interrupt, <laughs> which I know uh, is not something people usually <laughs> say in conversation. But yeah. Um, yeah. Especially uh, at conventions. I, I was, while you were talking about conventions, I was thinking it would be cool if at the first real Gen Con, um, when it gets back to normal, if they actually gave out um, Gen Con masks. Yeah, you feel like that's a promote. Like people will start like getting those printed up. Yeah, you know, I mean, they got to be pretty cheap, right? I mean, just yeah. even just like the regular kind that are just like make them collectible. <laughs> collectible. I mean, I I say that, and then I think yeah, about I'll, tra- I'll trade you a uh, well, Asmodee yeah. <laughs> uh, for maybe, uh, maybe not tradable like at the convention. That's sort of counter purposes, but. Look, I'm giving away my settlers a Catan mask, all right? You guys can have these fucking masks. I don't want these masks. I'll trade them in for some, you know, whatever yeah. else. <laughs> but yeah, like you make some, some Gen Con specific masks and have some, you know, people uh, booths. Maybe maybe Gen Con partners up with some of the big um, product people that have booths or, or promotional people and be like, hey, you know, we're encouraging you to make masks that you can hand out just kind of I, I feel like they should be pretty normalized at conventions even though i'm not a fan of wearing a mask i still have yet to find one that is both comfortable and works well with wearing glasses like works very well you know with wearing glasses um so it's gonna be interesting for me as someone who doesn't usually get sick like i've never gotten sick from a convention oddly enough i just have a good immune system so i'm less inclined to want to wear a mask, but you know, I'll go along with what my friends want to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's so, I don't know. You just don't know if, if you're being an outlier or whatnot. And I mean, it shouldn't really matter either though. I mean, like, 
just do what you, do what you feel comfortable. Yeah. But also be mindful that other people can not be comfortable. Like, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like always be respectful. I mean, like if people are like, I would feel more comfortable with you wearing a mask, then understand that there's a reason for that. I mean, like they, yeah, I mean, there's not, it's, they're, they're, they're not invalid just because it's legal, you know, to walk around without a mask on or something at, the, at some point, you know, just, it doesn't make their, their want less, you know, valid. Right. Um, their desire to not get fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. And some people get that con crud and it just sticks with them for weeks. Yeah. Uh, so how you doing on Metal Gear Solid five? I started playing it. Did you? Yeah. I, uh, I beat it yesterday as a quote unquote beat it. I finished the main storyline. I got credits. I saw credits. It was on sale for half off. Oh, nice. 75% off this week on Steam. Steam. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I beat that. I'm I'm still playing it because, uh, some new stuff unlocks some sort of epilogue or prologue, prologue, epilogue, epilogue, prologue comes first, right? I think epilogue uh, is what I'm looking for. I thought, yeah. Mm, yeah. You'd think pre would come first and then pro would come after. Yeah, epilogue, section or speech at the end of a book. So there's some epilogue stuff that that, that opens up. And I just, I enjoy, like, so... What's the, game, other, what's the other game, though? Like, what's the... Uh... Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes is an online only oh. version of the game. I, I say version of the game. I don't think it has. I mean, it may. Well, no, it's a different game. Like it's, I think it's got a different map and everything. But it's like open world skirmish versus stuff. Um, but this game, I think a lot of people might have skipped this game because they don't like metal gear solid like if you if you if you think of metal gear and you think of long cutscenes and ridiculous storytelling and you know just a completely contrived story that you don't that you're not interested in at all then you might have not wanted well you may have skipped this game the ultimate version was only seven dollars and fifty cents so i went ahead and and bought it for jeremy i sent to jeremy i was like hey it's basically Assassin's Creed slash Just Cause slash what you know all this. Well, yeah, I mean, this it actually is- it actually reminds me. It actually kind of reminds me of Delta Force because the main crux of the game is infiltrating bases. I would say oh, uh, Splinter Cell. That's what I was telling. Kind of Splinter Cell. Like, yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a stealth game and it's a stealth game with AI and, you know, the enemy, you know, trying to avoid being spotted. Um, you know, you might need to like break into a base and get some prisoners out. Well, the prisoners can't walk on their own. So you have to pick them up and carry them out. And, and, and until you, excuse me, unlock the, uh, Fulton system. The Fulton system is the one where you can just like attach a person to a balloon and send them into the sky, and somehow they they get back to base. So, so speaking of that, though, you have to upgrade the Fulton to do children. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like what? Oh, you played a lot of this then. So you can do adults. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But the half size individuals, not so much. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what the fucking upgrade is because, like, if you just say like, "Oh, we can't attach children to balloons," because the Fultons have a have a chance to fail sometimes until you upgrade, depending on the weather. Um, and if they fail, it's just like the person just dies on the way back. <laughs> Or gets lost or something like that, I guess. Whatever yeah. happens, right. Like some horrible I can only imagine what a horrible thing happens. Well it's like thinking some hanging thinking from like, a balloon flying through the sky. <laughs> you gotta imagine the first time it's like, why am I having to upgrade this for children? Like what Well, the what first is- upgrade uh is for uh, maybe for animals. I was thinking it was the the one that gets you to vehicles. But you go from being able to lift a man or a sheep um or or like a small gun emplacement to literally running up to the backs of tanks and hitting the button and a little balloon pops out and suddenly the tanks in the air and they they have, they have there's nothing they can do about it they don't react at all once you got them you got them yeah, and I just, I like, just got to that point where I had to I did mission 10 so I could get to the cuz you got to unlock specialists oh, yeah to like yes. So you got to go rescue certain people. So I started like looking up online, like, how do I get to these? But where are these specialists at? Yep. Yep. Same. Because it was like, I can't, I, it's like, I got everything else unlocked. I just need to unlock this part. So. Yep. Yeah. And so you've got main missions and you've got side missions. And in the main missions, once, I don't know if it's once you've done it or if it lets you know up front, but like, it'll tell you all the little like side objectives you can do if you want. And then at the top, it'll tell you like, oh, there's a machine specialist and a transportation specialist. And usually it means like there's a prisoner you can find. And sometimes like, I think on, I think the mission you were talking about, is it the one where you're chasing down vehicles to destroy? Uh, I think so. It's either it's that's mission nine. I think the other one was, I don't mission 10 was where you had to go into uh, like a, there's a camp. You start off a little bit away from it and there's like a, bombed out building kind of thing. And there's a guy in a truck and you got to go chase down that guy. You got to go rescue some people out in the building first, mm-hmm. Pri- three prisoners inside this building. And then you got to go find the guy that they drove off with. Right. I think that's actually the one I was just trying to do earlier because I never got the two specialists in there. Yeah. Um, and it's really annoying because you're like, Oh, okay. I guess they're just going to start executing prisoners now. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny that you brought that up because that was the mission I was just doing not two hours ago before I turned it off. Yeah. So the first time I tried it, I was I'm, I'm usually very careful. Like I'll approach, yeah. I'll start trying <laughs> to take like yeah, just like and I'm I'm usually trying to take out as many dudes on my way there as possible because I never know when they're going to get up and wander around and just you know then I suddenly I'm dealing with a guy. Oh, I felt in everything. Look, Justin. There's so much you can do when you cheat, all right? Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, you, most of the time I'm faultening dudes out. You but... can't you can't unlock specialists with the cheats apparently. Like you can Oh no. I actually have to do the missions and go in and like and uh, the cheats that I have like they don't even like give you I, as far as I can t- I can't like do full health, like unlimited health. Like I still get killed. Huh. Huh. Like if I start taking enough shots, I'll still get killed. Like, yeah. Uh, the one that you had mentioned where you got to go blow up like vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you, you blow up all the vehicles 
and you also do some side stuff while you're doing it too. But after you blow up all the vehicles, you're like, all right, well, they're after you now. So you can go blow up these tanks if you want to. And like, there's a helicopter that starts to try to track you mm. down. Yeah. And like the first time I did it, I like nailed the helicopter with the first rocket launcher I did. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Like I, I calculated like where it was going to be. I, you know, this is where you would insert like the gif of like somebody like that, uh, the woman from Battlestar Galactica. I can't remember her name. And like just having like all these calculations. Seeing, cal- seeing equations in front of her <laughs> yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, like, I, like, I like did it awesome. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, there's, it's going to be there. Shot it, hit it. It's awesome. And then later in that mission, I get killed by one of the tanks. Or something. <laughs> so I had to start all over uh, again. Yeah. There was no yeah. It's there. really satisfying when you nail a, uh, a helicopter. Um, and I don't know if you have it yet, but I, I, I ended up, uh, upgrading a, to get a better rocket launcher and those rockets fly almost instantly. Um, in a, in a way that it took me a while because I kept like shooting in front of things, <laughs> but they're like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, I, I can pretty much aim at whatever I'm shooting at, even if it's moving, you know, at a fair clip. But yeah, it's super fucking satisfying nailing a, a helicopter. when it's chasing I just want me. every gun to have a suppressor. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what you got to do is you need to do several more missions, and eventually you can unlock customizing of weapons, and then you can go in and add suppressors to pretty much, pretty much every any bullet firing weapon you have. But yeah, so otherwise, because otherwise, I just ran through the game with the first. I think the first weapon they give you has a suppressor on it, and I just I'm always carrying that gun as my primary rifle. It's like a five sixty two caliber or something. Yeah, whatever, I mean, I, I really want to just single shot five six. Like I think that one's like just automatic. Uh, you can you get semi. Well, I mean, yeah, you, it's all based on your trigger, but I mean, like, right. I just want single shot. You know, I just want oh. like, and is there is there like a breathing mechanism or anything? Do you know of? Uh, there, I know that there is a medicine, like there's literally a, uh, a chemical or something or pill or something you can take called pen, pens, pensamin, pentazamin, something like that. Uh, you can take that and it will like slow your heart rate and breathing or something. Cause I just want to be a, I, cause he's a little too shaky when I'm trying to like snipe something. A little bit. I usually I mean, don't I have that can... issue. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's not that shit. I mean, he's, uh-huh. you know, it still sways just a tiny bit, but it's like, especially when I'm using that assault rifle, like it's hard for me to get more than one shot accurate on huh. the head because of the recoil, I guess, and everything mm. from a distance, at least. Yeah. But, you definitely want that first shot to, to land but yeah, through. Like I've got like the base all upgrade and everything. And it's like, I don't even know what the point of that is. I, just I don't either. It. I don't either. It's well, huge. I say, I, I say, I don't either. When you upgrade the base, it does tell you like one, it upgrades the number of people you can have in that base. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes is, sense. Yeah. Which is good because then the more higher, you know, the more people, the higher you're well, with me faulting it out every single thing I come across. Yeah. And yet still, <laughs> Yeah, no, like even even at the end of the game, I'm still pretty much faultoning every guy. I, I take anybody that's like a B or above, and that's almost everyone you come across. It feels like the game automatically upgrades the guys uh, the further along you get, so that almost every guy is worth almost every guy is worth taking. 
And yeah, it's really just, satisfying. Like, it's kind of like, I, I, that's all I was telling Jennifer. It's almost like a uh, kind of addictive to hunt dudes down because you, you, you pull out your binoculars. And if you zoom in close enough, you're, you just automatically scan them and it tells you how good they are in various fields. Yeah. So then when you pick, you find that guy that's got like a giant bar and it's like a plus plus <laughs> or question mark. It's like, Ooh, definitely going to get that guy. Justin, I don't have that problem because I got cheats. So I know everybody. Oh, does I just- know my S's and my S pluses and, yeah, I unlock everything, buddy. Well, what is what does that change though? Because like you still gotta. Does it just tell you? It just tells you right off the bat. Like just, as soon as you like look at them or something, it's like boom, I got it. It's all. It tells you everything. Okay. Yeah, there's no question marks for me at least. I mean, everything. It's everything. Like I know, I know the progression when I was upgrading them was definitely like it would tell you like it would show you the bar or something like that, but it wouldn't tell you like what the level of it was. And, but yeah, as soon as you get it all upgraded, it's like, yeah, this is, but like I said, like, like I unlocked so much stuff and then it'd be like, Oh, I hit this wall where I got to have specialists. I was like, fuck this game. I should be able to cheat all the way through this. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Cause it'd be like yeah. I'll be at the development thing. I'd be like unlock, thing. unlock, 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 and it's yeah. like oh, can't unlock anything because you don't have the specialists. You need like a radar guy or you need like a whatever. Are you playing online? No, I'm playing offline. Okay, the game's kind of annoying in that it actually kind of it locks several things away if you play offline. Yeah. And one of the things is so have you have you um sent combat guys out on missions i just got to that point okay okay it just started and i was all like i don't even know what this is why i would even do yeah, it like I, it's pretty obtuse like they don't explain it at all really not that i recall so i had to kind of like fiddle around with it before i finally like sent some guys out on a mission but uh yeah i, I mean it's like it's like wow i say it's like wow i never played that expansion but it's like it's like any kind of uh let me think I think that uh, Star mobile, Wars, most mobile games and stuff. Have yeah, it, mobile. You know? Exactly. Where you're like, OK, I'm going to pick these guys. Oh, this this group of 10 dudes has a higher fighting ability. You know, you had a 100 percent chance of success or whatever. And yeah. this is what you'll get back and it'll be done in 18 hours or so without without being online. All you have access to is like CE through D missions and they're all like 18 minutes and you get some stuff out of them. But if you're online, you can send dudes on like S missions and they take like three days, but you'll get like a 10 S level, uh, random skilled guys back and like a bunch of GMP. (laughs) And if you play online at all, there's some kind of weird system where like, so you can, so you can fault in vehicles and keep them. Like if you fault in a Jeep away, you've now got a Jeep in your arsenal. As long as it doesn't get blown up while it's in the field, you can take it out with you and you can just keep adding Jeep. So I had like 10 of this type of Jeep, but apparently it like offloads most of those to your online bank or some shit. Because then I was like, Oh, I'm going to go offline. Cause I'm sick of it. Eventually it starts wanting you to like put up other platforms and like, 
invade other people's bases. And, and I just, I was like, I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> so, and it kept popping up. Like it was like, Oh, here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. Oh, you've got rewards. Oh, you've got this. And I'm like, fucking stop bothering me. So I went offline to have it stop bothering me. And all of a sudden, like all my vehicles had re- been reduced to one. Hmm. Uh, and my money, like somehow, I guess, I guess the online. Yeah. Uh, 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 combat deployments I was doing was giving me online money only, but like you can spend it on offline stuff. You just have to be online to use it. So I went offline and suddenly I was in the red and was like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'll play online still and just skip the pop-ups that come up. And if someone wants to invade, like they can't, I don't think people can invade your main base. They can only invade expansion bases um, that you can put in other parts of the world. So it's like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, my understanding is you, you don't have to take part in that. So I'll just ignore that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a, I've enjoyed the game. Um, I like the buddy system, even though I think the dog is by far the only good buddy, or at least the best buddy. Yeah, I don't know what, what other buddies can you have. You got the horse, you right? The horse. Oh, you, got the- you start with the horse, and then you right. find the puppy which turns into diamond dog. Uh, and then you find a bikini sniper yeah, lady, a bikini girl. I need to find, I need to do that. Mission, Keep doing you know missions. You should, you should get her soon. I think. Yeah. She's, she's pretty good. Like as far as she like snipes for you or something, right? Or yeah, once, or once shit goes down, she will just start popping dudes. Um, which is handy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I wanted to fault in that guy. That guy. Like I took her out. And I was like, I guess I should use this lady because I just avoided her because Diamond Dog is so good. And, and the reason Diamond Dog is so good is because Diamond Dog, if you get within like a hundred meters of an enemy, he will s- basically smell them out and immediately put them on your little map thing. Because here, because the way the game works is like. I've explained it to the audience is you roll up on a base and you don't know where the people are unless you pull out your binoculars and like, or your uh, gun sights and look, look at them. And that will like put a marker on them. And, and, and then they will always appear in your view, even if they're behind a building or something, it just like, it's like detective vision or whatever. But until I got diamond dog, like I would try to mark everybody, but inevitably like somebody's going to roll up on you or you're going to make noise or not realize someone's there. And then shit hits the fan. And once shit hits the fan, it's just like you're either killing everybody or you got to hide for like 10 minutes. Uh, so diamond dog, like no one ever detects them. If anybody ever sees them, they just try to shoo them away. And otherwise he smells out enemies prisoners gun emplacements within like 100 maybe 150 meters and so i just always have him on that way i always know where everybody is no one's gonna sneak up on me the only time you get sighted is by a sniper uh because sometimes they, they actually have like a field of view that and it's very far out where they can spot you but then you just have to like the other thing that's funny about the game is you just drop prone and suddenly like nobody can see you there was I haven't ran into that. there was an issue where I had called in the helicopter to come pick me up. Yeah, and a, a couple of guys were near. I mean, they were like a hundred meters away, but close enough. One hundred fifty meters, but yeah. So like I'm, I was like, oh crap, there they are. And so I, I tranked one of them, and then I tranked the other one. And as he was falling, the helicopter was like, "Don't worry, man, I got you." And he just mowed him down. Holy shit. And I was like, no, man, he was trained. Like, 
I like to imagine you're like running over to Fulton them. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, dude, I got this. I got it. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't take quiet out. I haven't taken quiet out much, but I unlocked the, um, tranquilizing sniper rifle for her, but I still don't want to use her because like diamond dog, man, like I want to know where my enemies are. There's a, there's a, there's a little mech. There's like a, a little Walker mech you get eventually. And you can attach all kinds of weapons to it. Uh, but that too is nothing like, and think about it. This game's a stealth game. Like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I guess if, and I even like, okay, I, I'll try it on a mission where I'm just going to run in. Like, cause there's all kinds of side op missions, like eliminate, uh, eliminate this tank unit. And it'll usually be like six or seven well-armored dudes and like a tank or two. Uh, usually I go in and just like, you know, surreptitiously run around taking dudes out, you know, fulton the tank out and wham, bam, it's done. I was like, I'm going to take this thing in. And, um, the mech got destroyed almost immediately. And that had all these guys shooting at me. So <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game though. I, uh, I really enjoy the, the stealth missions and, and, I don't enjoy the story missions as much. There's a lot of weird bullshit going on in this game that I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's all about parasites, man. Yeah. Something to do with parasites. Yeah. I thought, uh, my thing was like, I thought the guy's name was Solid Snake, but apparently he's Venom Snake. Yeah. Or or Big Boss. Yeah. Or, well, or thought, that's also his name? I don't know. I don't know. I base everything I know off of Metal Gear Solid 1 because I think that's about the only one I really played yeah. fully. So, uh, I do like that I have a whole bunch of different skins I could wear. Like, there's a retro skin. Looks like oh, yeah. that must PlayStation. That must have been built into the, uh, the, uh, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Because you can, you can do the Cyber Ninja... Or you can do the, the old, looks like a PlayStation 1 Solid Snake. Like, it's funny. That is weird. Uh, what else have you done? Um, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I've, um, I'm still watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I assume I brought that up last time. And uh, I think I think I might be on the last season. I, w- I meant to look at that because it'll tell you. I know I just started season. Mm-hmm. Part four. Okay, there's five parts. So I just started part four. Uh, and wow, I watched the original Full Metal Alchemist years ago, like mid two thousands. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't think I finished it. I think, I think it might have. Maybe it was still being made at the time. And uh, man, this from what I remember, from what little I remember about the, about this show, that show, this show deviates really quickly. <laughs> like there is a character. Is it, so is it supposed to be a relaunch, kind of like so what Dragon it Ball is, Z thing or whatever? It's, or is it kinda... it's uh, I don't I don't know what it would be compared to, but basically what happened is the manga. They, they started making the anime based on the manga, but 
there's a lot of uh, filler episodes, like just like offshoot side stories, one up, you know, like one episode stories that they kind of filled in to give the, um, the manga more time to finish. And then at some point they just decided to write their own version of the rest of the story because the manga wasn't done. Um, oh, it's game of Thrones. It's kind of like game of Thrones actually. Yeah. Except, I mean, based on things that happened, it seems like that must have happened really early on in the original Full Metal Alchemist, because I feel like this goes off script, like in the first or like the second season or something. There is a there's a main character that dies in the second season that I remember being it's actually a a villain that I remember being a big nuisance in the show from, you know, like way deep into the show. So I was like, you know, it was very confusing. I was like, oh, is this, is this a fake death? You know, is this a, or is it, is the character going to come back in two episodes? Nope. They haven't been back yet. <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It's almost more, it's more anime. It's more shonen than what I remember of the original series. Like the, there's these uh, seven deadly sins based homunculus, homunculi, homunculuses. And apparently they all have second forms, you know, like it's very anime in that way. They have like more powered up battle forms or something. Um, Over 9,000. Yeah. But uh, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's very, it's like I said, it's very anime. But that's kind of what I was looking for. I was looking for like a good anime ass anime. <laughs> you know, I care about the characters. I want to see what happens with this character and that character. And you know, they're they're telling telling a pretty good tale. I enjoy all the. There's a lot of good world building with alchemy. Um, lots of things that you think works a certain way, and then you find out it it works a different way, and that's you know satisfying in that way. So I'm enjoying that. Still. Love, Death, and Robots comes out a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I never finished the original series. I kind oh, of yeah. fell off of that. Yeah. yeah, some good stuff there. Uh, I watched uh, Yasuke. Yas- Yasuke? Yas- Yasuke. Yasuke? What is that? It's a it's a six-episode mini uh, miniseries anime. It just came out on Netflix. It's about a black samurai oh uh, yeah i know what that is yeah, yeah yeah i've been seeing people talk about that i didn't realize it was only six episodes yep there's six six episodes 30 minutes long so you can get through that pretty quick yeah uh, it's, it's more like a long movie new castlevania is coming out i saw that it's supposed to be the final season oh. how did you how did you enjoy yasuke it's good okay i watched it worth watching yeah, yeah i highly recommend it I see it's got like it's like the brainchild of Lakeith Stanfield. It's just cool. it wasn't like what I was expecting. Mm. I mean, it's based on a true story about a mm, a uh, mm, no no. Uh, I've said look. I'm clarifying. It's based loosely because there was a black samurai in Japan. Yeah, but I've already seen people all, say like this goes completely. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets, it yeah. gets. As soon as you watch the first a, episode, it's a fantastic retelling. <laughs> the very, very opening, you'll be like, "Okay, all right, this is where this is, this is the setting in which this works." Because it's all, it's all magic. Mm-hmm. It's all mystical. Yeah, it's all. It's a, yeah, it's just like 
Okay. All right. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I went into it thinking it was going to be, you know, kind of just him being like a badass samurai that was set in like a real world scenario. Right. You know? like, but right. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's anime ass anime. <laughs> it is nothing like that. But yeah. Are you going to say something else? May, May's, I think May is going to be really big for Netflix. Really? Uh, what's what's coming? Well, you got Jupiter's Ascending. Uh, oh, yeah. It's going to come out next week. Um, You have the Love Death robots coming out. Uh there's something I think coming out at the end of May. Let me see here. Netflix May schedule 2021. Uh, Startup? Huh. Wait, there's a new Masters of None? Oh, man. Oh, Army of the Dead, that movie's going to come out. This sounds like a show that's up your alley with, uh, is this Martin Scott? What's that guy's name? Martin, Martin Short, I think is his name. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Is that the guy that, um, I think he plays the, uh, the white agent in, uh, Black Panther. The guy that played in Sherlock? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some show, apparently this was on Crackle, three seasons. Have you heard of this called, uh, Startup? A desperate banker, a Haitian-American ganglord, and a Cuban-American hacker are forced to work together to unwittingly create their version of the American dream, Organized Crime 2.0. It's kind of like... It was on Crackle? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what is I, it called? Startup. Yeah, I think I, I think I had that in my queue at one point on there. Crackle's where uh, comedians of cars started. Really? Yeah. Uh, you got Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, Love Death Robots. Castlevania. That ar- like I said, the Army of the Dead. Looks like oh, yeah. Does that come in May? Yeah. Um... Uh, speaking of streaming and combat movies, did you watch Mortal Kombat? Man. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Uh, the first one's better, man. I, the original I, 95 version is way better. I am inclined to agree. Um, I mean, neither one are good movies. But the first is a more enjoyable, campy watch the original now that said i did not regret watching this movie i enjoyed things about this movie i appreciate that it was r-rated even if a lot of the gore was like poor quality cgi uh i liked kano he was like appropriately ridiculous comedic relief i guess yeah (laughs) he was he was completely like like a complete asshole but he was really funny at it i thought uh, and I enjoyed like how he got his power that whole scene. I was just honestly laughing the whole time. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that they leaned into the ridiculousness of Mortal Kombat, but, you know, it just, like... <laughs> Did you laugh at, like, <laughs> all the game reference, like, things? Like, like when Kung Lao won... <laughs> and he said he goes, fatality? And he goes, Kung Lao wins. <laughs> Yes, I did. He, like, he, he like wipes the blood off of his hat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that. Cause like you're making a fucking Mortal Kombat movie. You need to just, now, if anything, they didn't lean enough in, like they took too much of it seriously. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate like Kung Lao has by far the best kill in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he actually does like a fatality basically. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, I appreciated, uh, when uh him and Kano were facing off for the first time, and he just kept kept leg sweeping him, <laughs> yeah, which is like a great reference to the way. And you know, Kano's like, "Is that the only move you know?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's like it's like ah, you're referencing actual fighting games. It's good. That's good. Uh, you know, and for a movie that was 140 minutes, I feel it felt very rushed at the end. That was like, okay. We're going to send you guys to go fight these guys uh, in a montage, apparently, <laughs> because we spent too much time on bullshit. Uh, I think the main character is utterly uninteresting and they should just yeah. jettison his ass. I didn't even know who that guy was. I was yeah. like, no. I, don't know I mean, there's no star. Is. There's no stars in this movie. There's nobody. I mean, there's a couple people I've recognized before, but yeah, that guy, that well, guy was Scorpion. Scorpion's like probably that, that's the guy. That's the one I recognize. The biggest. Thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was, and, and we, I mean, I say we, like I, I last saw him in, in game. He was the leader of the, uh, Yakuza, uh, in the scene oh, yeah. where Hawkeye is taking out a bunch of guys in Japan. That's true. So, yeah, I mean, like if they do a sequel and they certainly fucking set it up for a sequel, I will watch the sequel too. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't abhorrently bad. It just, wasn't near as good as it could have been. It fell short in a lot of ways. And then, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I was really upset that they didn't have cage in there. Johnny cage. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I feel like the, like, I don't know. I don't know this. Honestly. I mean, you and I both don't know the story of mortal Kombat, Like the games. Yeah, like, I will say that uh, apparently Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11, which is the ones they've released in the last 10 games, all have like really good story modes. <laughs> and I've, I have I started to watch one. Well, like uh, the, the, the Nether Realm. The Injustice people, right? That's what? The Injustice people? The people yeah, exactly. The people Nether Realm. It's, it's the people that have been doing that. And so for all these fighting games they've been making in the last like 10 years, they've like actually put good stories to them. Um, which is pretty cool because I like a fighting game with a good story mode. So um, Mortal Kombat uh, 10 or 11 was free on PlayStation. So I downloaded that and I'm thinking about playing through just the story mode um, or story modes. I don't know. I think it's just one long story mode. It's I don't think it's like the traditional fighting game. Cause, you know, like traditionally fighting game story, quote unquote, story mode was like you pick a character and then you have like six fights and then a big main boss fight and then you know there's a few cutscenes. <laughs> it's like a cutscene at the beginning and a cutscene at the end. Um 
the Mortal Kombat games are more like you're like weaving through the whole story and you know now you're playing as Kano versus this guy and now you're playing as Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. But uh yeah and then uh so Tenet came to HBO Max. Yeah. I remember when it came out last summer fall uh it was like oh i'd like to see that i don't want to pay twenty dollars now is that christopher nolan yeah it's christopher nolan okay and uh so then when it was uh came to hbo max which i already subscribed to it was like oh yes that is the perfect price to to look into tenet a movie that i have not heard great things about um and so yeah we watched uh tenet uh i didn't like it (laughs) <laughs> did you watch front to back <laughs> you mean did, did we watch it in reverse at the end <laughs> i mean like did you uh, did you go watch the trailer i i told you to go watch the i trailer. did i mean there were uh, several trailers but yeah uh, i watched i mean they seem like like going into it you basically knew like it's gonna be about time right you uh, haven't like yeah if you watched a trailer you would have known that there was something to do with time so in a way, like you, you asked me on Twitter, like, "Hey, you should watch the trailer and tell me if you think it spoils it." And I think that, like, technically, it does spoil it in the way that all trailers that show scenes from a movie spoil the movie because you know, you know that X happens at some point. Um, but I actually feel like, like this movie, it would benefit you to watch a trailer as a kind of primer <laughs> going in because they don't explain shit. Uh, I mean, they try to explain stuff, and they and they, they explain it through the movie. I mean, like yeah, they the explain it through the movie, movie, but like the large, the first forty minutes, I would say you're just like okay, you know, and and that feeling ultimately persisted for me because like yeah, they start to explain stuff, but I just don't think the concepts that they're using are what's the word are simple and understandable enough in the act in the, in the action of watching a story taking place in a movie to be enjoyable. I zoned out when they started talking about the bullet stuff. Like yeah. He goes to learn about the gun and oh, so Ralph. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you, you're just like talking and talking and like, you don't need to imagine it. You just need to understand. Blah, 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 this, blah, yeah. The lady actually like, says it's better if you don't think about it. <laughs> And he's just like, like okay, movie. Like, but I, from everything I read, when I first watched the movie last year, I rented it out of Redbox. Um, it was a movie that was supposed to be watched multiple times because you're going to miss stuff. You're going to miss stuff and like stuff's not going to register. Like the more you watch it, the more you understand and grasp what's happening at the beginning but but because you've watched all the way to the end of the movie, so I mean, and see, yeah, go ahead. I mean, like it's obviously trying to set itself up for like a trilogy movie. Oh, you think uh, so? A franchise. Well, I mean, like by the end of the movie, you know, you find out like spoilers. This is a spoilers for everybody. You find out that the main character is actually the one that recruits Patterson's character. And that Patterson has got a whole bunch more shit that he's going to end up doing. And so like, there's a whole, they, they even say at the end, like, Oh, I've, you know, I've done a, you're, you're the one that recruited me. And like, right. We've gone on like loads of adventures. 
Yeah, and like so you just know like they're trying to set it up, I feel like, for like this to take place over, you know, five years, two or three more movies or something like that. Like it's just supposed to be like we're gonna show you like all these other adventures that Robert Patterson and him go on and Uh I mean, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I don't I don't I think that's more Nolan saying I think that's more not- Nolan leaving it up to you know, it your would not surprise me if they shot scenes during Tenet that they want to bring into later movies. Like, like, I mean, that know, would alternate angles of stuff. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I mean, Christopher Nolan rarely makes sequels. The Batman movies are the only times he's ever done sequels to his movies. I think he likes doing these one-off stories. I don't know. I feel like they poured a lot of money into this for it to be a franchise. Like, they might have so but, much hype around it. Like when it was yeah. first going to come to theaters and stuff, I would be surprised if, because like his movies tend to do well and have a lot of broad appeal. I would be very surprised if this has near the broad appeal. I would, I would bet that this is effectively a failure as far as like money making and, and, you know, cultural, cultural attachment. Um, Yeah. And I just, I mean, if it's if it's a movie that's meant to be watched more than once, then I just I personally consider it a failure because to me, a movie needs to be engaging and entertaining the first time you watch. Not like fully. I don't mind a movie like if you walk out of a movie and you're like, that was pretty good. And then like, you know, you watch it again and you're like, oh, I caught a lot more stuff. Now I like it even more. That's okay. Like. I was uh, I was discussing this with uh, Jennifer, and to me, six the Sixth Sense is a movie that has a twist at the end that it, that like changes how a lot of what you saw in the movie, what a lot of that meant. But it was still a good movie the first time you watched it. Like it was good start to finish. You rewatch it, and you can like you know watch it with knowledge, and it's it's also good in that way. Tenet was not an enjoyable watch the first time I watched it. I didn't care about any of the characters. They didn't do anything to make me care about them because the concepts were just like too high concept to be able to like follow along and really like really know what's going on. I I just could not engage with it. And then I also did not like the storyline with the wife of the arms dealer and her son. Like who gives a fuck about these people, you know? Like the the main character keeps like compromising the mission and missions because he's worried about her. Like you're you're trying to prevent annihilation, my man. <laughs> Get over it. And I and like I I don't mind a movie having a character you know who's who's weakened because of you know their their, their humanity, but like they just don't sell. Like the main character didn't sell hardly anything of what he was doing to me. Hmm. I could not, I could not track with that main character. I was like, is he in the know? Is he not in the know? He seems like he's just kind of like going with the flow and acting along, playing along, but he comes off with this air of confidence. I don't know. I just, I found the movie offensively obtuse. Like, like, yeah. Like, like, like it was too high concept to come out to like a satisfying, entertaining movie. That's, that's, that's the way I would describe it. Yeah. 
I don't know, it didn't bother me that much. I thought it was an okay action movie. It just yeah. The problem it, is like action doesn't. I don't care about an action movie if I can't like get behind some of the reason for the action. If that makes sense, like I couldn't. Yeah, because I I didn't know exactly how the rules were going to work, scene to scene. It wasn't as satisfying. Yeah, but technically pretty impressive. <laughs> they won. They won an Oscar for uh, for special effects, and you know what? Hard to argue against it. I mean, man, like when when they were, when they were like hey, we're going to do the Oscars, I was like, really? Like, like. I mean, like you didn't really have much of a year of film release, I guess. But <laughs> we're doing the Oscars, goddammit. <laughs> I guess it's going to be pretty easy to win stuff. I mean, like if you come out in January to March. Like your competition isn't gonna, uh, that's why they're, I think like people are like, Hey, uh, Netflix and maybe Amazon or something like they, they took a lot. Uh, and I was like, well, yeah, because I mean, like <laughs> they were, they were able to release a lot of stuff and right. So, but yeah. Um, and it's okay. a bummer because I've liked a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, I, I I watched The Prestige for the first time a few I don't know a couple months ago and was thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Which one is that one? Is that, that is that the Hugh Jackman one? Yeah, that's Hugh Jackman and why am I blanking on the other guy? Guy from Batman? Or is that the other movie? Hugh Jackman and uh, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Um, fuck me, Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. Michael Caine. The other one. What was the other one? The other one. The other had, magician movie. Yeah, it came out at the exact same time. Yeah, I think I, I think you and I watched that one when it came out, and and I've forgotten everything about it. Uh, I think it had the incredible, the second Incredible Hulk guy. Mark Ruffalo. No, Edward guy. Norton. Edward Norton. I think it had Edward Norton in it. And. It was was it prestige. It was called like magician. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's got Aaron Taylor Johnson in it and Paul Giamatti and Jessica. I haven't, Beale. I haven't watched the Prestige, but a lot of people make references to it. So pretty much, yeah. I think I know the ending to that. But it's it's actually really good. Um, yeah. I was thoroughly. I, th- I mean, it's also high concept and a little complicated. Um, but I was able to follow it and in it, it ended up being satisfying in, in all of that. Cause boy, do I hate the inception. Do you? I just can't stand it. Did not know that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I just, uh, man, like wow. that movie did not make, <laughs> I think it's just because it's an elaborate plot for nothing. Like, well, he wanted to get home to see his children. Well, that is, that's the whole thing is like, it breaks down. It's like, why don't you just bring the children to him? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's like one of those where like, you can completely undo the whole premise of the film. And so then you, it takes you out of it. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's just, I, it just, <laughs> I, I tried to watch a video. Like there's a YouTube video of like where somebody tried to do like a, I'm going to show you all the states at the same time. Mm. And I just couldn't grasp it. Like I thought oh. 
the further in you went, the faster, the slower time got. So then the highest level would be running really slow. Like everything beneath it would be running really fast, right? Yeah. So like everything, everything at the top should be going super duper slow. And then each layer should be going faster and faster and faster as you show it. Right. Right. Correct. If you were to show them at the same right. time, the deeper you go, the more time you have to do stuff. So I was like, it was like, really like the video didn't make sense to me the way the guy was. Cause I was like, it should, it should just constantly be going super, super fast. Like, like the fourth, the fourth iteration should be going like way fast compared to everything else. Yes. But I guess he wanted to show maybe in real time, the fourth, the final version so everything else was supposed to be going super duper slow, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't register to me hmm. the way that the video that the YouTube video was trying to do the editing on the layers of Inception. Hmm. But yeah, and the fact that there's no real ending on that movie just it irritates me. I guess. Oh, you don't like the the open ended? Is is he in a dream or isn't he? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I we rewatched that one like six months ago, and I definitely enjoyed it a lot less than I remember enjoying it. I just don't want to invest time into something I'm not going to have a conclusion on. Like, hmm. it just feels like I've wasted. Like, uh, I mean, well, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that perspective. I mean, that's that's I understand where you're coming from. I think if a movie is enjoyable and then it leaves the ending kind of open ended, I'm okay with that. Yes, I mean, like, it just—it just seems like a cop out. Hmm. Like it's just like eh, I don't want to. I don't want to like write your write what you want. I mean, like just fucking end it. <laughs> like <laughs> make a decision because you can't like because you're like I don't know how to really like. I feel like it's a it's an easy way out to like just be like you make it up yourself like cuz you don't want to do something like you, you can't make up your because mind cuz you don't want you, to make it just figure out how to end it right you don't want to like, make a, a call on the ending and then have people point out how that would be impossible right yeah. so you just leave it open ended so there's no way for people to call you out yeah i could see that perspective i don't or, know or, or, and and for a movie i liked less i would probably be more inclined to agree with you <laughs> yeah I don't know. But Inception was a movie I, I could follow, and I did enjoy the creativity of some of the scenes in that one. Uh, you know, there were there were there were there were things about Tenet that I was able to to be impressed by, to like un- enjoy and be like, okay, that was that was cool the way they that that worked. But for the most part, it just didn't amount to a whole lot. Yeah. I, th- I think it's like a very niche movie. Mm-hmm. All in all, I would just tell people to watch Primer instead. <laughs> you want to watch a good time traveling movie? Just watch Primer. Yep. Also, right, very complicated, else? but much easier to understand and much more enjoyable. Uh, that's that's pretty much it as far as what I've been doing. Um. Trying to think, 
Yeah. Uh, I watched. I've watched a little bit of Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Yeah, I watched a trailer for that. Y A. I was gonna say it, it looked very Y A. It has. Uh, it has. Young adult, uh, uh, don't know what Y A is, but young adult. Uh, main girl protagonist who suddenly uh, uh, has powers, has abilities. Everybody in the doesn't know anything about anything going on in the world, and so everyone has to exposition to her, i.e., no. to the audience. I don't know. Would you say? I know you're. I know you're a huge fan of Airbender, but is that YA? Hmm. That's tough. Because, like, I feel like Shadow and Bone is almost similar. It's 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 because people, all these people have different abilities that are like Airbending, kind of like one can control light, one can control darkness, one can control wind, and one can control fire. Hmm. It's very, it's very. Uh, I I didn't want to say Divergent because Divergent wasn't like they didn't have abilities. I don't think in that movie, in that series, but like it's very, you know, separate uh, class based, not class mm-hmm. based, but you know, yeah, like very group based. segregated, right? Um, yeah, I guess I guess Airbender would probably be considered YA. I think it's all amount of like what we can. I think we we have a tendency to go. Oh, if it has drama in it, it's YA. Yeah. Uh, then where I mean, like teen I, drama. Yeah. Um, teen relationship drama. <laughs> but I've probably watched about three or four episodes of that, and I kind of just was like, uh, mm. I know where this is probably going to go. This is very uh, just drama, and I just don't really want to watch. It. I mean, like. If it was more sci-fi related, I'd probably watch it. I'd probably care about it. But it's just so drama. Mm. Mm. So drama. Yeah, um, I think that's what I think that's the kind of thing people say when they when they call something YA derogatorily, you know. Lots of teen angst and teen drama. It's just I usually just want, a love triangle. I just want somebody to get abilities and they embrace them fully. And they're like, hell yeah, let's do this. You know, like they just go headstrong. Like, I don't want somebody, I don't want, I don't want, what are these abilities? <laughs> I got drama. Like, like I want like, almost like somebody gets, I guess, invincible, I guess would be the show. Like he gets abilities and he embraces his abilities and he's like, starts to fight crime with his abilities. Like I highly recommend people watch Invincible. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. Like it's like the boys, man. Oh, like like. See, I've been hearing people say that, but I don't remember that in the comic. I I guess I just forgot. Well, I think it just I think the comic just skipped a lot. Like I think the comic was like it implied. Oh. That there was going to be a lot, but like with the anime, they're like, yes, let's just animate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I highly, I cannot recommend Invincible enough. Okay. Especially if, if you're a fan of the boys. Um, but uh, I started watching a show into the night. Um, it's a, it's a foreign uh, show 
on Netflix. And it's basically about the sun coming up and killing people. And so people jump on a plane and are trying to outrace the sun. (laughs) What? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it makes, it kind of makes sense. in, in the, if you watch the show, basically the, the sun like starts to like slowly, like, I guess deteriorate and it's reached a point to where it's starting to basically coke people. Wow. And so they, uh, a plane gets hijacked at the beginning of the show and they're just, the guy's like, look, we got to outrace the sun. So they're just flying around the planet, staying on the dark side. Yeah. Trying to stay ahead of it. Huh. That's an interesting premise. Yeah. But I've only like three or four episodes in. And there's supposed to be a second season, apparently. So I guess they're going to keep on doing it. (laughs) So (laughs) I have so much stuff I've left in my queue because I want, I assume there's going to be a next season. You know, like I assume like, um, there's a show called another life, which starred, uh, that woman from Battlestar Galactica. Played Bucky. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You mean Starbuck? Starbuck. Yeah, Starbuck. Yeah, I, I can't think of uh, her name right now. I can't. Yeah, short blonde hair. She was just uh, in the Mandalorian season two. Um, but yeah, she's in that show. It was really good. A really good show. I, I liked it. Um, and there's supposed to be another season. I don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, but it's supposed to be another. But I keep like a lot of stuff in my queue because I'm like, all right. Another season's supposed to come. Like, you know, I still got Witcher in there. I got the Another Life. I've got Love Death Robots in my key. Because I guess I just want to stay up date when it comes out. I don't know why. I should just remove it and they'll pop back up, I'm sure, whenever they do show a second season for it. Um, But I, I put down here, it's annoying when Netflix changes the image of something because it makes you think there's something new. There was a show called Daybreak. Oh, I like watched the first new season, but it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> I watched the first season of Daybreak, which was back in 2019, and I was looking through Netflix and I was like, "Oh, here, it's, it's a different image now." All of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit, a new season?" No, no, we just changed up the image for hmm. Daybreak. Yeah, Daybreak. I, I recommend Daybreak. Daybreak's an interesting take on a zombie apocalypse. Uh, I, I recommend people check it out. Um. Let's see. Uh, I played Chivalry 2 beta. I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's yeah. enjoyable. What kind of what kind of game is that? Online? Yeah, it's just uh, Team Deathmatch Medieval. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Team Deathmatch or Capture Point, objective-based. Uh, but, yeah, you can play as archers or basically you know, melee people. Um, it's, it's fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. The beta and everything. I just, I don't, I felt like, you know, after a while you just be like, okay. I mean, like, it's just, you don't feel like you're enjoying it or you're like getting better skilled or. Yeah. I mean, like, there's only so much weapons, you know? I mean, like, oh. it's not like, you, and like, there's not like special abilities or like, it's, 
it's because, you know, it's medieval fantasy. So, I mean, not medieval fantasy, it's medieval. Right. So, I mean, like, it's just, it's limited based on that. So, it's I mean, like, uh, you know, Counter-Strike only has certain weapons and usually you probably have like two or three that you go to. That's true. But I would suspect that there's more room for strategic movement and placement in Counter-Strike and not so much in this game. Yeah, it's pretty much you just moving forward. Okay. Run yeah, up and run up and get into get into a fight yeah, with someone. Yeah, I mean like it's it's all melee based, so it's not like I see. I mean, except for the archers. I mean the archer but man, archer uh, arching is hard archery is hard. Mm. Uh cuz it's basically like a worser Hanzo. Uh because of the arch and the drop and everything, you know. I mean, but I like, bet yeah. there are those players that are really good oh, at it and annoying. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Fucking I'm popping sure. you from a hundred feet <laughs> off, and you're just like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you." There's no kill cam. You wish there was a kill cam. Mm, yeah. Uh, so you could try to pinpoint where people, because it's like, yeah, you'll just get shot with an arrow. For, you're like, oh, I'd like to have seen that shit because I feel like that person mm. didn't. Wasn't really. They were just shooting. You know? Yeah, I feel like, like you don't include a, a kill cam, and you just kind of want to hide cheaters. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's it, it was pretty fun. It's hard to figure out. I mean, it's a game that you it definitely you'd have to play for a while to figure out the best. So there is ways a good, to attack. There's a good uh, a high skill ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Because you gotta like you gotta learn to like rotate as you swing your weapon to kind of like cover more ground with it. So like if you had like a pike or something or a spear or like a battle axe or something, you want to like start your swing and then move your mouse or your, your cursor, whatever you're doing to rotate oh. so that you kind of chop, mm. you know, you do like a chop action, like a swipe right. action. So it's all about learning that stuff and then like how to counter and block. But I'll probably pick up the game when it comes out in June. Oh, I think it's okay. like I think it's like thirty dollars, maybe forty dollars. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's an alternative to Overwatch, mm. Counter Strike, and uh you can play uh, Titanfall two for free this weekend, and apparently it's enjoying a bit of a uh, resurgence in player base. That's good. So that's good. FYI, I mean, I played. Titanfall with Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed overwhelming to me to have the mechs and the people out. I mean, like, cause it seemed, it sucked. Cause it felt like when you were out of a mech, you were just like fodder. Oh, <laughs> like for the mechs, you know, like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed Titanfall one and a little bit with, uh, Hawkinson. Uh, my problem is always I always want to play these team-based games with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not fun to play by yourself. Like I like yeah. like uh like, a, like a, a Apex Battlefield or yeah Apex. Like you just want to always play with people you know. And it's just hard to find people that are constantly play that those kind of games and don't have other life going on around them. And yeah, uh, I was thinking. Someone should make a social justice warrior app uh, that lets you ping yourself if you feel like you're in a threatened position and it pings nearby apps and has 
maybe free cloud storage for photos and video to be used as evidence. Huh. You know, That's like, an idea. It, like it, I feel like more and more we're having to use our phones as a way to guard ourselves or protect ourselves or mm-hmm. protect other people or record evidence. And I feel like there should be like an app that makes it so that if you feel like you're in a position or you're about to be in a position, you can get other people aware of it and easily access the features that would need to be needed to, to record that situation. I don't know. It's just, you know, with the way the world is, has started to evolve and, um, we all have, we, we should feel more responsible towards, uh, making sure everybody's in a position to be treated fairly. I don't know. It's just, it's more more and more. I think uh, we should, we should be using technology to, to help make sure people are treated fairly in this world. So I feel like there should be an app that should, should like, we can all download and like, work together to enforce uh, that belief of just being fair and equal and united. to everybody. Uh, people that can play chess without a board boggles my mind. I cannot comprehend keeping up with it. Oh, just like the pieces are in their head? Yeah, you know, they're like, uh, A, whatever, to whatever. You know, like, it's just... Yeah, like, that's... What? Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, I can't even, I watched a, a YouTube video of where you can, you can have Alexa and Google play chess with people. So they had Alexa and Google play chess against each other. Uh, wow. To see which one but, was better. But I was thinking like, there's no way I could play. Like, I guess I would need the board out if I was to use Alexa to play chess like, there's no way I could be like, oh, she said, all right, move, you know, this to this. Like, there's no, who the fuck? No. Like, you're in your mind palace or whatever? You know, what the fuck? Yeah. I, yeah. Fuck those people. Like, I can't keep up with that shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, you would have um, to have some kind of mind palace. That's like card counters. And there are people that can, you know, because casinos will start to just like mix like six decks together. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. there's people that can still like keep up with all that. Fuck you, people. Uh, what's the point outside of just being annoying and making it so you have to click a dialogue prompt? If there's only one choice, just do it. This is in reference to a video game. In Genshin Impact, uh, when you're playing through the story and stuff, it'll just stop every now and then. And you'll have to say the one dialogue option that you have and i'm just all like that's just just fucking do it like, like make this a continuous like story it, uh, yeah like they make it seem like it's going to be a choice but you just you pick one option that you have yeah yeah that's annoying just make the character say it do voice acting for that line a dialogue and have the main character react to react with that main line of dialogue yeah. and then just keep moving yeah like if I don't get to pick it, if if the my, if there's not a choice, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I always wonder what's going through a developer's head when they do that. Maybe there used to be an option there, and then they realized that that one works, so they took it out, but I it was know. easier just to leave it I in. I think it's, they don't want you to skip the shit. Mm, they want you to so. make sure you're staying interactive. That's bullshit. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I also, a similar pet peeve for video games for me is when, like, my main character is hurt or like stunned or something. And they're like, okay, we need you to, you know, we're, we want you to walk forward. Uh, but yeah. you're, but you're, you're injured. Uh, so you're like moving slow, bro. So you can't move as fast. You can't do and any of the things you can do in a game. Yeah. 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 Yes. Why? Yes. Is what, that's what got me on. I was playing I that, just getting angry and being I like, so many cutscenes. I just make this a fucking cutscene. Yeah. Except for those parts that should be cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. Just make it a cutscene. Don't have me interact. I'd rather just sit here and watch my guy struggle. <laughs> it's, I don't get anything and, and from having, that. Like, do the worm basically across mm-hmm, the yeah. floor. And he keeps, and I was all, like, I was all like, up and then falling down. <laughs> And it's like he's it, like making as much noise as possible too while he's doing it, and I'm all like, "Geez, like if you're supposed to be sneaking, my bro, you are not doing it very well." And like, and I was all like, "This guy impresses me because his atrophy didn't last very long mm-hmm. for being in a coma for nine years." And there's all these parts where you definitely should be seen by guards, but you're not because you're just yeah. slightly obscured. Well, that and you should be making fucking noise left and right. I mean, like this game, sorry, but Metal Gear Solid 5 has the most ridiculous cover system. Like, like you will be 50 meters in a, in like, or 75 meters under a stoplight or under a light and nobody can see you mm-hmm. on a fucking horse. And like people are like, hmm, okay, da, 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 da. like I can see you, motherfucker. Yeah, like you obviously can see me. Then and then sometimes they will spot you. You know, like the rules don't feel consistent because sometimes they will spot yeah, you from so like sixty up. meters out, and you're like, what? Why? Why, Why did you see me? <laughs> it's like atrocious. Like it's like to tr- try to figure out the sneaking rules of Metal Gear Solid Five. It's just like. <laughs> Whatever, man. Like, there's enough moonlight to where I can see you, so there's enough moonlight to where you can see me. Like, eh, you can't make out the silhouette of a, a guy on a horse a hundred meters away. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, especially on a horse. Like, that's what I, I, I I'm kind of like, I'm always like, always like testing the limits of like how far I can get, like how much noise I can make because it just it seems atrocious, like. Of, of like, okay, you got to sneak, but then you don't really have to sneak. I mean, I feel like I could just walk up behind people at some points and just choke them out. But yeah, it's just, it's just kind of ridiculous. Like, cause it's funny to me, you go into a room and there's all kinds of shit laid out to where you're supposed to knock it over to make noise. Like there's fucking gas cans lying around left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah. There's pots and pans in the middle of the floor or some shit. Like it is specifically laid out to where as soon as you open up a door and the doors themselves make fucking loud at you like you would have to approach that thing at a snail's pace to open that door without making any noise. Every door fucking creaks and crawl, you know, it's fucking so like everything, like as soon as you walk into a room, it's all like blank, blank, blank. There's chairs, there's fucking <laughs> yeah. gas canisters. 
<laughs> uh, you want to get to that box that has some materials in it, you're going to have to knock through a bunch of shit left and right if you want to get to that. Every time you open a door, your dude just like slams the door open. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like... Uh, it's like he's the fucking Kool-Aid man walking through a goddamn fucking room. (laughs) And the thing is, guards will hear that if they're within like 30 feet. I was just doing a thing earlier, that mission we were talking about where I opened a door and a guy was like, huh? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, yeah. And you never know when they're going to spot you. Yeah. Well, it's like funny too, because they'll spot you, but then they won't do anything. And you'll just set, have this like white, you know, indicator on you for like ever. Yeah. Until you sneak away, and they're like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> like, all right, that's cool. Like, like I, I literally just walk up to a guy. He'll be like looking at me, and I'll be like, "I have the white in," and I'll just pull out my gun and line up my shot and shoot him. <laughs> and be like, "Okay, thanks for telling me where you were at. I didn't know where you were at, but thank you." Thanks for this game being slow as fuck on recognizing things. <laughs> I have a guy pull out a flashlight and I'll be like, okay, yeah, let me just line up my... Sh-. I love that they put me in slow-mo. That gives me more time to react. It's like, yes, this is great. Yeah, I, I, wish d- I, game, I do enjoy the slow-mo system when you first get I wish spotted. this game had more bullet time in it so I could just... Yeah. There are... there are. Uh, so once you start unlocking guys and putting them into your combat unit, then you can take them out instead and use them instead of the main character. And they actually have like different abilities. Like I got a guy who has a higher chance of the Fulton happening. So, higher chance? Yeah, higher is it, chance. Is it not always 100%? No. I guess when weather's bad or something like that. When, when there's rain, it drops to like... I think 90% or, and if there's a thunderstorm, I think it's 70% and in sandstorms, it's 50%. Yeah. It's pretty low. But with this guy, sandstorms, uh, it goes up to 70% and for everything else, it's just like a hundred percent. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm running around with this guy, but there's a one of, one of the types, but it seems weird not to be playing the game as the main character, man. Kinda, yeah. Well, yeah, especially in the uh, like main missions, but these side missions, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, you th- one of the abilities of one of these those characters is like extra bullet time. Yeah, extra bullet time. But yeah, it's a fun game. I highly recommend it. It's currently, right now, I think on sale for seven fifty. Uh, they're doing like some kind of Japan games from Japan are on sale. On Steam. Mm. Yeah, so, similar uh, Golden Week. So $7.50 for the Ultimate version or just $5, I think, for just if you want just the Hell yeah. game. So I highly recommend it. It's very fun. Uh, and if you ever want to, just search for Cheat Engine MGSV and you'll find yourself a cheat system that you can download and then just give yourself all kinds of great stuff. Because there's nothing better than having unlimited Fulton. <laughs> Is it just straight up like infinite Fulton? You don't even have oh, yeah. to call in a. It doesn't. Oh, nice. It doesn't change the number. It just it knocks it down one, then adds one. You should. Uh, can you have you gotten the uh, the like stealth camouflage, the like predator stealth? Uh, yeah, I okay. think I have that. Can you have infinite of that? I think I can just turn on super camo. Oh. I turned it on on one. I turned it on once 
and I did not like it because it didn't. It's like, what the fuck's even the point then? Oh, because uh, <laughs> like, like I was like, like guards just literally just walked right by me. Yeah. And did nothing. And I like pointed the gun right in their face and they were like, huh? And oh. they just took a tranquilizer to the face. <laughs> and I was like, well, this isn't fun. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I want to get caught. If I fuck up, I want to get caught. You know, I don't want to just like, I want to be able to like shoot my way out of a situation or something. You know, I don't want to just be like, do, 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 walk on top of you, fucking shoot you in the face every time. Like, man, it just takes away the suspense of sneaking, you know? Yeah. There's only so much I'll cheat, Justin. Yeah, right. I'm, I mean, I, admittedly, I'm a little kind of surprised to hear you. Yeah, I mean, like, it's uh, it wasn't fun. I mean, like, you just walk into a base and, like, nobody sees you or anything. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, like, what's even the point now? Like, I, I do like to, like, try to, I try to trank as many people as I can going into a, I just try to trank everybody. I try to find out the best way to trank people. So, I really want a tranquilizer sniper rifle. You'll get one. Good. I gotta get those specialists, man. I gotta. Mm-hmm. I can't cheat my way into those specialists. Nope. <laughs> Stupid game making me play through missions <laughs> so I can get the stuff in the game. All right. Well, uh, if you don't have anything else, no. we'll just go on and in this episode here. Waiting to get uh, fully vexed. I really need to. Find out the password to our email system. <laughs> I really ho- hope people haven't been sending us emails, but I'm sure they have been. <laughs> I don't remember what I. Let me see if I have the password real quick. Mm. You don't have a, a password recovery option of some sort? I mean, I could recover the password in cPanel, but. I'll probably end up locking this account out. Mm, let me reset it real quick. Hold on one second. Just keep. Uh, no, nah, forget it. We'll just. Um, uh, uh, let's see if I can just get this unlocked here. Hmm. Oh my god. Some of these passwords I made are just ridiculous in length. <laughs> like, I mean, they say it's more secure and everything, you know, make a sentence or something like that, but I'm just like, come on, man. Why? Like, are people really going to be cracking into this? I don't think so. Who wants this account? I mean, come on. Nobody wants this account. Where is my damn email? Email accounts. Here we go. A uh, letter. Check email. Oh, I can just log into it from here? Okay. Right. Uh, sure. <clears throat> oh, my God. Uh, apparently, I have this set up with Twitter. That's good. Oh, boy. Twitter, Twitter. The fuck is this? That looks like spam. Uh, Twitter, 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 Twitter. 
Twitter. Bunch of Twitter stuff. Okay. <laughs> Just a bunch of Twitter stuff. Uh yeah. Okay. All right. Uh thanks for listening. thanks for listening to episode four hundred and forty two of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com, where I can actually check them now. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and send us an email there. Some of that uh, Twitter spam with actual <laughs> yeah. letters. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can um, follow us on Facebook, I guess. I don't know if that still exists. Outlandish Cast uh, in there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cash. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 442. We'll catch you on 443. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough. <laughs>